Hi, it's David from the Dead Daisies and you're watching CMS TV. your classic metal show right here on the classic metal show.com kicking off the show tonight we heard aftershock with burning chrome a uh cleveland slash pittsburgh band and then we just heard a uh cleveland band breaker with get tough and a guy who's going to be getting tough next saturday enforcing mob rules That's my right. good friend and partner chris Aiken. what's going on there chris don't fuck with me, anybody. I'm now a mob enforcer. Don't fuck with me. You are now a sergeant at arms. That's right. I'm all part now, of a crew. Now you now you're a soldier. That's right. I'm a I'm a member of the Columbos. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, I thought I'd play a couple of Cleveland esque bands there because uh next Saturday you and I are gonna be in Cleveland together. That's right. How about that? Yeah, so uh I thought, uh, you know, what better way to uh, let the fans down knowing there won't be a live show next Saturday? No, there will not be a live show. <laughs> I hope I hope there's a there's an alive Chris at the end of next Saturday. <laughs> sure. Sure, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, uh, Chris and I are going to uh, convene in yes. Lorraine to, to uh, well, I'll let you do the announcement since it's your big deal, and I'm just going to be in the, uh, I'm going to be in the background. You're going to, you're going to be in the crowd, so you're going to be one of those, one of those guys just kind of hovering around. Yeah, no, we're, um, I, um, I did an interview on, um, what show? Seth show, Seth Williams show with um, Michael Francis, the uh, former member of the Colombo family. And uh, he liked the interview a lot, and he liked me a lot, and he asked me if I would come on Saturday to be a member of his security team, be a part of his crew, so to speak. Sure. To which I absolutely could not say yes fast enough to. And uh, so on Saturday, I will be out at the, uh, was it the Lorraine Theater? Palace Theater, I think. Lorraine something theater. Okay. It's in Lorraine um, for the uh, Michael Francis, a mob story talk. So it's uh, Saturday at the Lorraine. I, I think it's the Lorraine pa Palace Theater, but it might be public. <clears throat> um, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a talk with uh, Michael Francis about all things, um, all things mob and mafia related and then a meet and greet after. So it's going to be great. Right. So I thought, uh, you know, I haven't been. I haven't been in the area since uh, September of last year and, uh, you know, the weather's getting nice and this is kind of a, uh, one-off thing. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to just hop in the, uh, the old SS and motor on over there and also partake in, in this evening of, of mobsterisms. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, it is the Lorraine palace theater. Okay. And this is, this is what I hope. I know we have a few folks who live in the Cleveland area. I'd li I, I would like to think that maybe some of you would come out as well. Yeah. I'd like to see some, um, I'd like to hear some hail and kills and some, um, <laughs> see some CMS shirts out there. Sure, absolutely. So I'm going to be there. Chris is going to be there. Uh, it's at the Lorraine palace theater next Saturday. And yes. if you're, if you live in the Akron, Cleveland, Youngstown area, 
uh, and you want to make the drive out, uh, we'd like to see some see, see some CMS support for the mob. That's right. <laughs> so uh, that's where we'll be next Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And uh, tickets are pretty reasonable. You know, you can get a ticket for like 40 bucks. And, you know, where else are you going to see a, a real-life mobster? That got, I mean, other than Sammy the Bull, he's probably the most famous mobster that got out of the mob, no? Yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, he he literally dodged a bullet. His own father put a hit out on him. Yeah, well, let's not get any hits started again. It's not, <laughs> it's not I, I got to be my man's right-hand man walking right. to and from the stage. Let's not right. have any bullets flying. Right. So you, so you, so you won't uh, catch a grenade for him as, as your uh, friend, uh, you, you, what, what's his name? Who? What, that, uh, that band you like that, what, what is his name? They, they performed at the Super Bowl. What the hell was in it? He'll, I'll catch a grenade for you. Oh, uh, Bruno Mars. That's him. You're not going to be his Bruno Mars and catch a grenade for him. Well, I would hope I'm tougher than Bruno Mars. <laughs> Catching a bullet. I ain't going to lie. I, I would step in if I had to. Right. I, I'm not taking it as honorary. I'm taking it as if somebody jumps up on stage, I am going to fucking go to work. Yeah. But, but, you know, I hope I don't have to. I hope I get to just sit like everybody else and enjoy the show and take know, it all in. Take it all in. Hear some great mob stories. And get some cool pictures with a with a real life gangster. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Wonder if I should wear my. Uh, I wonder if I should wear my Al Capone Panama hat. <laughs> <laughs> I that, believe it or not, that's the whole thing I've been thinking about. Is do I just wear what I normally wear? They haven't told me anything yet. Right, right. Or you know, I do have one of those big old johnny cakes fucking track suits that i could wear <laughs> i have one in the closet somewhere i don't know if it, god knows if it still fit me or not but right but i could go buy one too you know right the, the fat guy stores are open all week i'm sure right. and lord knows they sell sweats yeah, so. you, could, you could you could look like polly walnuts yeah exactly <laughs> wearing your wearing your track suit or, or big pussy yeah I don't really want to wear a full suit because that'll just be way too hot and uncomfortable. Right. But um, I could definitely go track suit. Right. So I, I'm waiting to hear if I have to do that or if I could just show up as is and, you know, that would be good. Right. All right. So that's that's what's happening here. Now, Now the, the thing is, is being that we're, we're uh, Sal's babysitter every Saturday, he's going to have to find something to do. Yeah, well. When he starts complaining that he can't hear the show, um, you know, at least <laughs> every, at least there'll be a reason. <laughs> every single week. How, how do I hear the show? How do I hear the show? I don't know. Uh, it's been the same for the last five years. Yeah. It's not working for me. <laughs> well, we're telling you now, Sal, it's not going to work next week. There will be nothing to hear. There will be nothing to listen to, Sal. No. You'll have to sit alone in your apartment and That's stare right. at a blank wall and go, God damn it, I, I can't wait till those guys come back to the air. Right. Oh, he'll be texting you the whole time. What did he say now? What did he say now? <laughs> Can you live stream from the show? Yeah. How do Broadcast I do how do how do I get the live stream? Yeah. <laughs> how do I hear it? That link you sent isn't working. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I I booked my uh, suite at the uh, Sheridan and Cuyahoga Falls. All right, wow, and, That's a pretty uh, good drive from Lorraine. Yeah, well, you know what? I gotta I gotta see uh, see a few folks around town. Visit yeah. with my dad. I gotta you know 
potentially see my sister and officer Jim, if they behave themselves, <laughs> I'll see, uh, uh, young, uh, CMS Mikey. Not so young anymore. Yeah. Well, he's going to always be younger than us. Yeah. True. So, uh, see him and you know, who, whoever else pops in on my radar, there you go, you know, but if not, I'll just be hanging out at the bar and just fucking with people. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Cause I had a good time doing that last time. That's right. Yeah. So you throw a few, few dollars around to the, to the bar staff and, uh, they'll treat you like a King. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, that's, that's what's going on next Saturday. So heads up folks. Yeah. No show. Yeah. No show. Damn it. Why do those guys have to take a, a week off? Sons of bitches. Jesus Christ. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had an eventful day today. Okay. Uh, I had a few things to do since I was traveling. I thought, well, I, I need to take my car in. I, I got the oil changed today. I uh, also, uh, I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to be uh, rolling, you know, about 800 miles round trip. Sure. So I thought, ah, you know, I better check the, get the alignment check, get the uh, tires balanced. You know, right. I haven't, I haven't been in the shop since last summer to get that stuff done. So I thought, well, I'll get, I'll get my tires balanced and get an alignment check and get that, get all that uh, squared away. So I'll have a smooth ride across the Ohio turnpike. Nice. So I get to the tire shop mm -hmm. and, uh, <laughs> the guy says, well, we can balance your tires, but we, we can't do an alignment. I said, after four years, you still haven't gotten alignment tech. He goes, Nobody's applied for the job. Jeez. So this is this this is just telling of you know people in the industry as far as like hands-on type stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the younger people they don't want to do they don't want to do a, a hands-on type job these days anymore. Yeah. They, they all want to DoorDash. Yeah, well, they want to DoorDash or they want to work something on the computer. Mm -hmm. but they don't want to like have to, uh, you know, work machinery or yeah. equipment or anything or get your hands dirty. That's right. And, uh, because literally it's been four years since they've had a alignment tech at this place. There's nowhere else you could go. Oh, I could go. It's just, I always hoped that they would have one because I, you know, they got good service there. They it's, it's a tire barn, you know, they've, they've got good service, you know, and right. I've always had good, good luck with them. You know, they've always been pretty prompt, get the job done. Right. And so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, I guess, uh, I guess I'll have to go somewhere else if, if I want to get, uh, you know, an alignment check on the car, which doesn't matter at this point now. Right. Because after I got the alignment check, mm -hmm. I went on down the street to the Chevy dealer and I pre-ordered my 2024 Camaro SS. Nice. When do you get it? Uh, well, they don't start production till the second or third week of August. Okay. And they don't, so, but they're taking pre-orders. And so I sat with a uh, salesman today and, you know, basically specced out my car. Okay. And he's got it all put into the computer. And then once, once I think he said the second week in August, they'll call me back in just to verify that, uh, the features that they claim that they can offer you are going to be available. Right. So, uh, I'll have to go in and, uh, 
go in there and um, order, you know, put plunk down the money and trade in the uh, 18 for the 24. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably be rolling by September sometime, I'm sure. Look at that. End of September, maybe the first part of October. I don't know how long it will take, but you know, they like I said, they don't start production till the end of August. So, so what you're saying is the next time you'll be this way is in uh, September, October to show off that car. Yeah, of course, <laughs> ride in style. That's right. Yeah, but uh, I had to get the last year because this is it. Yep, this is the final year. Yeah, yeah you know what? Pro- what's proper money? That's, that's the whole thing. What's proper money? I mean, if you don't have the skill set, you, you know, you're not going to go to work. It's just. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but an alignment is it's a machine. It's a machine. Yeah. It's you, a machine. It, you put those little weights in, in the spots to, to even it out. Right. No, that's, that's, that's uh, balancing your time. Ba- okay. What yeah, is- the, al- the alignment check is where they check the wheels. Oh, yeah. The wheels versus and, the steering. You know, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, the thing is, it's, you have to be a tech to do that. You have yeah. to go to school for it and you got to have, you know, a skill set for it and learn how to work the alignment machine, you know, mm-hmm. but well, you know, AI will replace people at that and shortly. So, yeah. So, so anyway, uh, yeah, just, you know, skilled labor, uh, these days is, you know, I, I still see a lot of help wanted signs all over the place. Yeah. Where did the workforce go? What what did what do these people live on? I don't know. I have you no know, idea. What I I there's people who quote unquote are out of work or quote unquote looking for a job. Right. What are they living on? That's I I just don't understand that. What what do you subsist on? Where where do you get your money? Is the mom and dad is is the government still paying out? You know, large chunks of change or no? I mom don't know. and dad. I couldn't live like that. Well. They have no pride. They have no pride to get their own money, so they live off mom and dad. Yeah, it's bizarre, man. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, that's that's what happened. And then after I ordered my new my new car, then I thought, well, you know, it's a nice day. I'm feeling pretty good about things, so I'm gonna go have some lunch. Okay. So I decided I went up to uh, the Quaker Steak and Lube because I literally haven't been there since boy probably haven't been there since uh i'm gonna guess january maybe february all right been a while so i thought i'd take a ride up there and well they had a new bartender there okay oh boy her name name was stephanie all right very attractive 25 year old nice nice very friendly just uh just very uh bubbly and uh very uh right on it you know okay she was a she was a people pleaser, she says. Nice. And uh, we got to chit chatting and stuff. Just a very friendly girl. So I uh, told her I would talk about her and say hello to Stephanie at the Quaker Steak and Loom. Not the first time a Stephanie's been mentioned on this show. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. But uh, yeah, she was uh, she was a lot of fun. Very very talkative. Very friendly. So uh, uh, and like I said, she was a good server too. So uh, she she was right on it the whole time. So, uh, it was, it was nice to actually have competent, uh, help for a change, you know? Right. And somebody who was actually very cheerful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's me dating geezers of 25. That's right. Them old ladies. <laughs> so that's, that was just kind of funny, but yeah, she, she was a, she was a bright spot in the day. So it's been a good day. 
it's well, that's good. good. Yeah, it's been a good day today. Well, that's fun. And then uh, I got contacted by our, our good friend, Jim Bob. And he is going to slide in here sometime this evening. And uh, I uh, set up a uh, web, uh, the uh, I set up the laptop and a, and a camera for him over on the CMS couch. Okay. So when he slides in, I'll just log him in and get him on camera and we'll find out what's on his mind, but he's, uh, he's doing some, uh, musical stuff that, uh, people can participate in. All right. And he wants people to, uh, know about it. And I said, yeah, you're, you're welcome to swing on by as if, if you know who Jim Bob is, he used to be, uh, Jim Bob Dorf of, uh, metal sludge fame. That's right. And, uh, he, uh, he does uh, acoustic shows. He's he he actually kind of debuted his acoustic uh, chops here on the show. That's right. And he actually performed live here a couple of times. In fact, he brought uh, Russ Dorf here to the CMS studio, which <laughs> An that, old was, timer. that was an old timer. <laughs> and he actually brought Russ Dorf here to the CMS studio. And we had a great time with that show. That was just a lot of fun. Yeah, that is a definite all-time silliness one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, he'll be swinging by sometime this evening, and uh, we'll we'll see what's on his mind. He goes, I, I promise I won't take up a lot of time. I'm just going to sit in for a little bit and, you know, I say, hey, dude, hang out if you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we got six hours. As far as I'm concerned, I'll sit back and listen to him sing for six hours. Right. I'm fine. I, I don't know if he'll perform tonight or not. He didn't really make it clear. But, uh, you know, I told him he could come, come on over and promote his stuff and bring us up to date with what he's doing. And, you know, uh, you know, cause apparently he's, uh, branched out with, uh, his musical, uh, abilities as it were. And, right. and he plays a lot of classic metal type stuff, Joe Lynn Turner stuff, uh, with or without the wig. <laughs> well, I think, I think he's got his own hair. So, I don't think he needs a wig. Jim Bob's got good hair, I think. Oh, maybe he puts on one of those hair hair hider things. Oh, he yeah. He, those... he puts on a skull cap. Puts on a skull cap so he can do Stone Cold or something. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, he's got to play the part. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he'll be swinging on by. I don't know exactly when. Maybe in the second hour. Not sure. But, uh, you know, I told him he was welcome to swing in and chit-chat with us for a little bit. That's cool. Works yep. for me. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's, what's been going on with me just, uh, you know, enjoying a Saturday for a change and getting out of the house and enjoying some weather and feeling motivated to do something and spend some money. Yeah. Don't wrong with that. That's fun. <laughs> so what's up in, in the world of Chris Aiken, aside from the fact that you're now a mob enforcer? Well, it's just been one of them weeks, man. It's been a, you know, a up and down week, you know, a lot of ups, a couple of downs. You know, the, uh, obviously the Michael Francis thing was the biggest up. That yeah, was just, that was so fun to talk to him and just, just asking him questions about the mob. You know, I mean, you know how I am about that stuff, dude. I live for that and to have him on and he stayed on with us for a long time. He came on early. He was supposed to come on at like, um, like five thirty or something or four thirty, And instead he came on at like four fifteen and stayed for like 45 minutes, which was great. You're, you know, he stayed right up until he had to, he had to leave because he had to go record his, he, I guess he records his podcast somewhere. Right. And, uh, he had to leave. So, but he stayed right up until he had to go. And that was pretty cool. That was a lot of fun with him. And then, um, 
I also had the chance to um, interview David Lowy this week. You know the the billionaire of the Dead Daisies, right? The the founding the the founding member. Yeah, and um, you know he he was great as well. He he took on every question. I did ask him a bunch of the questions about you know specifically about is he is he just a financier and are these guys just his toy or is he a band or what you know what is it and he explained all that and he dodged a few but that's okay i mean he's he's a business guy so i knew he wasn't going to answer everything but um he was great he was a lot of fun so he was fun and then um of course this morning we had the big hook up with uh nita strauss who blew us off uh. so- <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate that oh i was I mean, mad how many times has that happened where we've you know we've tried to do a special thing with somebody and at a certain time and then they just either forgot or didn't get the message or whatever the case may be it just like mm-hmm. didn't happen and that, oh well can we reschedule it's like no yeah i mean i'll, I'll reschedule <laughs> yeah, yeah, i know her, but, but it won't be like uh you're not going to do the mistake yeah. of it's going to be a live thing. It's going to nope. be a special broadcast. It's it's yeah. like, yeah, I'll interview you. Yeah. You know? I mean, I had Eric up at the fucking middle of the morning to do it because Eric was doing it with me. And, right. You know, of course, he he was up at 9 o'clock in the morning or ready to go at 9 o'clock. So he's probably up about 7, you know, on a Saturday to get this shit done. And, and it got to be, you know, 1230 here, 1235 here. I texted the publicist. I get back the, oh, something very last second came up. I'm sure it did. And and you're just now telling me because I had to ask. You know what that last second thing was? I forgot or I overslept. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. (laughs) That's what, that's what publicists do. That's Mm -hmm. make up those excuses for people. Yeah. Which is whatever. I mean, that's fine. But you set the date. That's the part that bugged me. Right. Because I didn't set the date and the time. They set the date and the time. Right, right. And that's why I wanted to make it a live thing was because it was off, you know, and it was something that we could do special for the fans and whatnot. And no. <laughs> and then me and then, and then to make it even worse. So then Eric and I tried to, we were going to, we were just going to go live and just kind of fuck with it a little bit. Sure. You know, just just be silly for a half hour or something. And then as soon as we went live, Eric's internet went right to shit. <laughs> so it was literally like two minutes. And then finally I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Over. Yep. I get you. Like, well, you know, the, even the best laid plans have been known to go astray as mm-hmm. the old saying goes. Yeah. But, other than that, it was, it was a fun week. You know, it was a fun week just of doing show after show after show. And this whole Michael Francis thing was pretty wild. And, um, you know, the the thing with Lowy was after I finished the interview with Lowy, um, his guy, his guy at um, IBD, which is the management group, put out a really nice thing on Facebook about me, about, you know, the... I was their only choice to interview Lowy with all this news and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and they wanted the best guy for the interview. It was like a whole thing. And I was just yeah. like, wow, that's pretty nice. Kind words. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, but, and then, you know, I thought about it for a bit and I was like, Lowy is proud. Do you think Lowy could get on like Rogan? I think he could. Oh, I think he could. 
Because he's a fucking billionaire. Yeah, sure. He's a billionaire. He works with guys that have been in big bands, you know, White Snake, Motley Crue, Dio, you know, Glenn Hughes is in the Hall of Fame, Deep Purple. You know, I was like, man, this guy could probably get on Rogan, but they chose me. Yeah. They chose me over Joe Rogan. That's the way I'm looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> did you ask him? Did you ask him? So what's it like working with Glenn Hughes? No, I did not. <laughs> but what's funny is at the end of the interview, I did say, yeah. you know, he, he told me that, you know, he said at the end of the interview that he really appreciated the questions. And I said, well, I know you don't want to just do a, hey, what's it like, you know, interview. He's like, oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I can find that real quick because I put that out there. Now, what's, um, what, what's it like working with Glenn Hughes? Glenn Hughes, what comes to mind? <laughs> well, you're still muted. Am I? I didn't even know that I. I didn't know that I was muted. I. I was. I sneezed into the into the mute button. I guess. You. 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 You uh, hit the dump button. Yeah, I did. I dumped right out of it. <laughs> Hold on, let me find nothing, that. Nothing worse than having to cough or sneeze and having to having to mute it. Yeah. Well, God, no, God knows, I've had my bouts with with the allergies and the sneezing and having to mute that. <laughs> yeah. That just sucks. Nothing, nothing worse than having a runny nose on the air and you're trying to blow your nose. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know it is. It is absolutely the worst when it happens. So, all right, here we go. I got this lowy thing. Share screen. Face fuck. Face fuck. Face fuck. Look at that. There's David Lowy. And here we go. Well, David, thanks so much for taking the time in. This was a lot of fun for me as a Thank fan, you. and um, appreciate it. It'll be out on Tuesday. I'll make sure that Cat uh, and the management, and everybody has all the Great. links. Great, and your questions are really good. Thanks. Oh. I'm never, all I'm never shy to answer any any question, and any, it's not not a problem for me. Well, I'm sure you didn't want to have just the oh, you did a new song. What's that like? Yeah. You know. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> excellent right. well yeah it's fun talking to you as well my friend and okay. good luck man okay. i love the band thank so you good luck appreciate it thank you all right david take care bye right, bye so there you have it yeah what's it like what's it like question hey you got a new album out what's that like yeah got new songs what's that about <laughs> yeah he was well, he was good it's been 10 years did you ever think you'd make it this far <laughs> no yeah <laughs> so you're still in that band what's it called <laughs> What comes um, to mind? Yeah, the uh, the founding member of the Dead Daisies. Who are you, and what do you do in the band? Yeah, are you still in that band? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what, what 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 is the name of the band, and and where are you from? <laughs> yeah, I mean, people just ask some stupid questions, but he definitely liked it. I mean, that was pretty that was pretty cool that he actually enjoyed the interview so right right well good it sounds like you uh hit hit a few home runs this week yeah a few had a few wicked strikeouts but uh had a at least one the nita strauss that was right. a fucking oof. that was like going up to bat without a bat yeah <laughs> that was not good but but and, and and what what was she supposedly um you know promoting promoting yeah she has a new album okay new album the call of the void which is a good album it's actually really really pretty good it has singers on it too which is 
I'm not a big fan of instrumental guitar records, but this is a, I think all but like three songs have singers, so they're like actual songs. So we'll get her back. We'll get her back next week, but it'll right. be well, pre-recorded. Well, here's here's our salute to the best interviewers out there. <laughs> you guys have been around for almost 30 years. What comes to mind? <clears throat> uh, the album that you guys just released recently is your ninth album to date. Did you ever think that this day would come? <laughs> uh, can you introduce yourself and tell me what you do in the band and how long has the band been around? <laughs> Who produced this album and what was it like working with them? Uh, what was it like to perform on Jimmy Kimmel Live back in October, especially on Halloween? Did you all go trick-or-treating trick afterwards? Oof. Your band has been around for 18 long years. How does this make you feel? Uh, how long does it take you to get your hair in the way that you're known to have it? Your incredible playing style has been described, among other things, as neoclassical metal brilliance. Uh, like we said, you have a, a latest album out, Spellbound, that Tony and I really are playing into submission. I think we need another copy of it, and we played it so much. <laughs> it is terrific. Ingve, uh, obviously, uh, writing a book is uh, different than playing guitar, but I wanted to ask you, how did you find writing the book? Did it come uh, easy, hard? What was it like writing it? I wanted to go way back. The first time I ever saw Cinderella play was on the uh, the David Lee Roth tour, which I believe started in 1986. Do you have any memories of that tour you could share with us, touring with David Lee Roth? Was he a nice guy? Was he a dick? Amazing in quotes. <laughs> just ridiculous <laughs> i'm glad i'm not in that category <laughs> well you you are in that category you got to you got to interview david lowey because you're simply the best yeah well i am the best <laughs> compared to that i am definitely the best I was, <laughs> no, I, I was telling eric this the other day that's the only thing i care about is being being at the top with the interviews sure why not i don't give a shit if if people hate what me and you do or me and eric or me and seth or me i don't care but i will never accept people saying that i don't do good interviews because i do i do i work at it very hard i listen back to every stupid interview that i do and i make sure that you know how many times have you and i gone through our own interviews and been like Oh my God! I fucking asked a how, "What's it like?" question, or that was like always the most. It, it was almost like, uh, "Don't do it, don't yeah. do it," and then it gets out of your mouth, and you go, oh, "Fuck!" I, I if there was video back in the day, there'd be so many videos of me and you just cringing because it it happens. It does happen. You get into the flow of of a conversation or whatnot, and they bring up some point that you know they played at the Super Bowl or something, and you'll be like. Yeah, there's 80,000 people there. What was that like? Oh, God damn it. Why did I say that? <laughs> you know, that that's really how it feels is, is 
when you say a stupid question, you just are like, uh, son of a bitch. I, I can't take that back now. That's why I'm glad that me and you kind of beat each other up for years over it because, oh, yeah. because now we don't do it. Nope. Now we don't. Even if we start doing it, if if we start with, uh, well, what's we'll stop. <laughs> we'll stop. We'll go, well, what's. Well, how did you get to that point? Right. Of course. You know, we, we will pull it back and, and change direction now because we do not want, we do not want to do that. Yeah. But yeah, here's, here's what the, the press, the, the publicity company said to, about, uh, the Lowy interview. I don't know if you can see this or not. There's no real way for me to blow it up, but I was sitting, thinking about the newly revamped, the dead daisies. With the return of the rock and roll mayor, John Karabi, who is the best person that has the knowledge, the spark, the wit, and the love of music that I can put in front of David Lowy? The man with a seriously well-defined musical pedigree going back to the Oslands, Doc, Doc Neeson's Angel and Mink. After he, he is, after all, our very own rock and roll industrialist, a la Tony Stark with a guitar-strutting Iron Man. A David Lowy interview just can't go to anybody. The first and only person that came to mind was Chris Aiken of Chris Aiken Presents and the Classic Metal Show. A sincere thank you, Chris, from the ID, IBD group for taking up the challenge. I'm looking forward to the interview. We'll keep you all you blah, blah, blah. Keep you updated. But that's pretty cool, you know, to get the, the head of the media group acknowledging me. Right. You know, it's like, all right, well, let's, let's, let's find me a, a Joe Rogan type deal over there at Spotify now. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we are raking that fat cash. That's right. Uh, but very nice of, of Joel and, and the IBD group to A, think of me, and B, let me do that. And that was pretty cool. I guess it's the only interview he's doing. So, Well, I mean, you know, again, he's not a, exactly a household name per se. No. And, uh, you know, uh, since this guy doesn't do very many interviews and, you know, he... he uh, He's kind of a he's kind of a mystery man in a way. Right. Got to have somebody who will get get the most out of him in the uh, minimalist opportunities that there are. Mm -hmm. So I was glad to participate. That mm -hmm. is for sure. Now, right. Hopefully, when they hear it on Tuesday, they won't be like, "Oh, this sucks." But they won't. I, I thought it was a really good, strong interview. So. And I did ask him our questions. I didn't just go with the dude. You guys are great, man. <laughs> you didn't come from the fanboy perspective. No, not at all. I definitely yeah. hit him. I hit him with some, you know. I mean, one of the one of the things I said to him is is I know you've heard this all before, but a lot of people just say that you know the dead daisies are your toy. Right. Is that true? You know, is that true or not? And he answered that. And you know, I asked him some good questions. So. Asked him about Gene Simmons, if Gene Simmons treated him as a business equal or as a flunky opening band. He answered that. Uh-huh. You know, so he was good. He was he was really a lot of fun. Right. Well, speaking of interviews, I uh I caught the second the second half of the Mick Brown interview with Rim Shots. Okay. And uh watched that and it was about a I think it was close to about thirty minutes. A All right. 30 minute interview. And after he was done with the interview, you know, nobody's heard from Mick and for close to five years. Right. And he surfaced on this uh, podcast called Rim Shots. 
And uh, the second second part of the interview came out, I believe it was yesterday. And I was watching that this morning and he basically was like, yeah, and I'll probably never do this ever again. Oh, good. If, so, he's, if, if he wants to be retired, why not? He's what is he? 70? No, oh no. He's he's yeah. He's getting close. I think he's 68. Yeah. So he yeah. doesn't need to do it anymore. No, but you know, it was, it was good that he uh, was able to get out there and bring people up to date because I mean, when he pulled the plug, he pulled the plug. Yeah. You know, he, he pulled his social media down. He changed his phone numbers. He changed his email. He, he just pulled the plug, you know, from from everybody. He said, I'm done. God damn it. And then that's basically what he said in the second half of the interview too, is he goes, I'm retired. I'm done. I'm out of it. I'm an outsider now. He says, and I have no, no desire to, he goes, I don't ever care if I hold another pair of drumsticks ever again in my life. That's crazy. Yeah. So somebody say 66. Say, okay. Still right. that's, that's retirement age. Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, there you are. So yeah, I, I watched that this morning just to see, to see the conclusion, the exciting conclusion, but, uh, yeah, he looks healthy. Looks, you know, he's he's a nutty, nutty, high energy guy that he always is. He doesn't look any worse for wear, and yeah. uh, you know, apparently he's enjoying his retirement. So good for Mick Brown. Do you say what he does? What he does all day, or do you just no, say he just rides his motorcycle and hangs out? Uh, soap opera guy, I guess. <laughs> plays video games, right? <laughs> you know, plays video games, rides his rides his motorcycle, uh, meets up with his friends at the at the local watering hole, I guess, and you know, whatever he does, whatever he wants to, I guess, right? You know, so uh, hangs yeah. out, smokes pot, has a good time, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so I've uh, I've had many many years of hanging out with Mick Brown. He's always been very kind to me and. Uh, uh, I, when, um, so mixed joints from, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> so Mick, your joints hurt from playing drums for 40 years. What comes to mind? <laughs> ow, 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 Ouch. ow. That's what comes to mind. Ow. That's ow. it. <laughs> <laughs> what comes to mind? <laughs> Uh, so weird. Here's another, here's another, um, this is kind of off the subject, but a term that I've been hearing for the last, I'm going to say the last year, have you heard people using the, the phrase top of mind? Top of mind. I've heard it, but. And it's just like, that's such a weird phrase, isn't it? Well, he was top of mind. Yeah. Was he? Good. Glad to hear it. That's I just, he's just, that just brought when, what comes to mind. Oh, well, the reason he was, he said that was because they were top of mind. Yeah, sure. They were. That's like, what? Like right here. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. It is dumb. <clears throat> well, I'm very envious of your uh, successes this week and being able to uh, kind of rub shoulders with some, you know, pretty influential, notorious people. Yeah, my first billionaire and probably my second billionaire in the same week. Because I'd imagine at one time Francis made a billion dollars. Maybe. I know he did for the mob. I don't know how much of it he got to keep himself, but... (laughs) But, you know, he at least generated a billion dollars. So oh, you did talk to another billionaire or one who probably generated a billion. Was that uh, Freeway, Freeway Rick Ross? Rick yeah. Ross? Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. I'm just me, Donald Trump, Freeway Rick Ross, all us, all us <laughs> wealthy know, guys. You know, that's billionaires. Yeah. All us, all us well, well to do people. Yeah. Our, you know, we, we, we don't have time for the little folk. No, well, you know, Freeway Rick Ross, Chris Aiken. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I think of them, uh, you're, you're always top of mind. Yeah. I'm top you know? of mind. Exactly. <laughs> When I think of billionaires, Chris Aiken is top of mind. Usually. Right, exactly. Sure. <laughs> goofballs. Too funny. Goofballs. Yep. So, anyway, what else is going on in the Chris Aiken world? Is that about it? That's really it. I mean, the rest of the week was all just uh, worky work, like actual worky work. You know, getting getting things done, trying to get trying to get three jobs that I have done clearing the decks because i know i got your job coming here in yep. the next week or so as well yep. so next next couple of weeks yep. yeah so i'm trying to push everything out so that i can get to get a clear slate for your thing and then had a bunch of meetings with different people this week that i'm trying to get things off the ground with with Corey, with billy with you know all these different things that i have kind of working you know we're 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 trying to get everything moving again so Everything took a lull for a little while because of my stupid ass shoulder, but right, right. Now that I'm now that I'm a good forty percent, it's like time to get back to work. So what? Well, bring us up to date with that. We really haven't talked about that much. So what? What are you doing for that or with that? For and, the shoulder? Yeah. What? I mean, are is it? Is there any? You know, you, did you see a specialist? The, I've seen. I've seen a specialist. They don't know what it is. There's some. They they think it's some sort of nerve damage and um. I'm waiting on yet another appointment to be made and they keep saying there's no appointments till like August. So really? I'm sitting around waiting for a fucking appointment and, um, and, um, yeah, I'm just dealing with it at this point. At, at, at this point, I, I get up, I work, I work as much as I can. Then I go and lay down and work on the laptop on the bed and just work. You know, I, I, I can't just not work. Right. Of course. You know, so I just deal with it, you know, and I don't, I don't say a whole lot about it anymore. It's just, it is what it is. And well, what's, what's the pain level these days? I know the, I mean, less than it was. Uh, well, I would imagine. I mean, there's, there were a few times where you couldn't even make it through an hour or two of the show and you had, yeah. had to call it, help call it at night. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the weirdest, like right now there's no pain and I've got my arm on this little arm support thing so that there's no pressure on my shoulder right and it, it'll be fine you know for most of the show but at the end of the show when i finish tonight at three o'clock it's the weirdest thing i i get up and i walk out and i turn off the the big light over here and the and then i walk out and as soon as i take there's like a one step that you have to take up like into the house right right as soon as i take that step my shoulder just feels like somebody hit me. I don't know if you ever played football, but if you ever played football, anybody that's played football will know exactly what I'm talking about. When you take a shot, you take all of the person's fucking power on your shoulder pad. Right. That's what this shoulder feels like. It's just like, boom. Oh, and it just fucking hurts. And I do this shake out thing and I, I shake it out and then. I race to the bed and lay it down so that there's no pressure on it. And then so like you, 10 minutes later, you so Taylor Swift, shake it off while that's you right. do that. That's right. <laughs> I do my Taylor Swift. <laughs> my shoulder Swifty. Yeah. Your shoulder Swifty. Shake right. it off. Shake it off, baby. 
so funny. Well, good, good on you. I, I'm uh, looking forward to uh, next Saturday. And, yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, yeah. Do you know what time uh, this thing is supposed to start? Give people a heads up. Uh, well, let's, let's look it back up, Lorraine. I think it's at seven o'clock. Palace Theater. It is schedule of events. Michael Francis. Does he have an opening act? Does he have a comedian? I hope not. Does he have a comedian opening? Please no. <laughs> Does he have a local band playing? Probably some guy that was a low level mob guy. <laughs> yeah, I used to I used to wash the tables at the club. Right. When where where Gotti met. <laughs> yeah, nah, let's see. Seven PM. Seven PM. Yep, 7 p.m. Tickets are on are available now. LorrainePalace.showware.com. Showware. What a name. LorrainePalace.showare.com. Guess they couldn't get Lorraine show, Palace. Showware. 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 Yeah. Or show R. Or show R. <laughs> A R E. Yeah. Maybe that's somebody's name, Shawer. Shawer. Hello, this is Shawer. <laughs> Can I reset your password? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's where Chris and I'll be next week. And uh, hopefully, somebody, you know, some of you who listen to us who are in the uh, Cleveland, Lorraine, Akron area that want to make a trip out, yeah, will come out. That's right. So it should be a good time. This is incorrect, Marty. I am left-handed. My my pain is in my right hand. My jerk hand. It would take a lot more than stretching to to cause me direct pain in my right in right. My left hand. The left hand gets a workout every day. Right. So you're incorrect. <laughs> well, I'm 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 glad to see uh, you got some doctors out there making diagnoses on your. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. All the doctors in the YouTube chat room. (laughs) Thank God for them. Yeah. Letting you know what, uh, you know, what, what's the cause of your stress and your problems. That's right. And believe me, there'll be 50 more comments on how I can fix it. Well, you need to get gummies. (laughs) You need to get to certain strength. Right. You can order them from this place. You know, believe when I first announced it on the show, I I got a hundred emails about that. I'm sure you did. You need to try this kind of cream. Rub this on your shoulder. You'll feel better in like three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah, it's fantastic. Wow. So that that fixed nerve damage, huh? Yeah. So they say. But yeah, just put some tussin on it. Yeah. Just mix in a little bit of Bengay. It works. <laughs> it works on everything else. Right. Of course. There, Just there don't rub it in your eyes. That's right. Dr. Vinny Boombots. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> it's my specialist. Right. <laughs> Too damn funny. Well, I don't, uh, aside from, uh, you know, aside from, you know, just the normal work week for me, I haven't really done anything too eventful. Just, uh, you know, just muddling through. And man, it's just the weather has just been really shitty this week. Just cold. It was, we had, we it had was, a couple of bad days, but we had some nice, like today, it was gorgeous. Well, today was a nice day. Today was a real nice day. But, you know, for most of the week this week, it was probably hovering in the upper 50s, middle 60s, cold, windy, overcast. It just was kind of like, like in all that 
you know, man-made global warming is having That's right. Effect. It's just, it's tearing, tearing the place apart. Well, if they could reserve that for the weekends in Aliquippa so I could make money, that would be very <laughs> much accepted. Right. Well, speaking of how, how, how is the pinball PA palace? How is the PA, uh, pinball, uh, situation over there? Are you we did really out? good. We did really good this week. The, yeah. the two weeks previous were like, Oh my God, I was, I always get this way. I don't know why I do. I should be used to it now, eight years later, but we always have the ebbs and flows and, and right when school lets out is always a, a fucking ebb always. And every year when the school lets out, I get panicked. But like last last week for the whole week we did a thousand dollars. That's not good. No, that's not good at all. That's not it pays good. For the electric. Yeah, that, it doesn't even pay really. I mean, yeah. electric bill is like four grand. So, you know, it's it's. Um, last week I was like completely panicky about it, but today we did like I don't know two or three thousand dollars. So. So, and that's just today. So for the week we're at, we're at what we need. We, we reached our nut as they say in the business yeah, world. Yeah. So we're, we're good there. So it, it's fine. You know, it's, it, we're, we're doing things and we're, we're still trying to get the bar thing put in, but that's like everything else that's in bureaucracy hell right now. Yeah, no, I mean, getting a liquor license is always going to be a challenge. Yeah. And they have to come in and inspect the room. And, and I'm like, why, why do you have to inspect the room? What difference does it fucking make? What kind of goddamn floor tiles I have if we're serving beer? Right. What difference does it make? If I have a dirt floor, you know, you go out to the fucking, to the county fair, it's just dirt. They can sell beer, but I can't unless right. I have a certain kind of tile on the floor. <laughs> you have the correct beer tile. Yeah, it's it's dumb. You have to have the right tile. You have to have the right the right walls you have to have the right security you have to have the right the right separation between the the non-drinking areas and the drinking i mean it's a whole thing yeah it is a fucking whole thing but we'll get through it you know i don't i don't sweat on any of that kind of shit it just i just wait for it to happen perfect all right all right well i say we uh take a break all right and uh you know get get things rolling along here but uh you know once again uh there will be no show next saturday nope. and if uh you want to make a trip out to the uh lorraine palace theater to see a real live mobster given right. a given a is that a q a thing or is it just a talk? it's a it's a talk and then um after there there's a there's like a buy on meet and greet okay i don't know what that costs but there's a if you want to actually do a Q and a, you can, you buy the, the higher price ticket or whatever. Sure. And you, I don't know how it works exactly, but, um, you know, all I know is you better have your fucking right pass or you're going to be dealing with me tackling. Yeah. Those. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah. Pal. I'll throw you right out on your ear. Now right. Get out and stay out. That's right. You, you get the hell out of here. <laughs> you do not want to be tackled by a 400 pound monster. <laughs> You don't even, even with a bum shoulder, <laughs> bum shoulder, ain't going to take all that weight off of your fucking 200 pound back. I will break you in half. Yeah. We don't want another George Floyd situation. Yeah. And that'll just be me falling on him. Right. Just be a crunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what your mob name will be. Crunch. That's right. Crunch. Yeah. yeah I, get crunch in here. Here I am. 
get get crunch on the job. What can I do for you, Mr. Francis? Right. <laughs> Bring crunch in here. Go out there and take care of that guy because we got a situation. I'll always be loyal to you and the family, Mr. Francis. <laughs> Whatever you need. Crunch, you're a soldier. That's right. You're a loyal soldier. I will not be sleeping with the fishes. Right. I will not. You will not be uh, visiting uh, the, the, the grave of Big Pussy. No, I will not. <laughs> I will not be rolled up in a rug and thrown into the water. Right. Nope. Uh, that's a good one. All right. Well, I'll let you pick a tune and uh, get us get us rolling here. All right. Well, since we're talking about violence and fighting and, uh, and all that stuff, let's go with a little bit of Crocus with the song Fight On from Hellraiser. All right. Uh, Crocus, fight on. All right. Good stuff. All right. Well, uh, everybody, grab a drink, strap in. Hang with us. If you want to get a request in, I can, I'll try to get to your request. I know sometimes I don't get to all of them, but I appreciate everybody who uh, sends in a request every week. It, you know, if you like to hear your tune, I try to get to all of them and, and uh, I didn't get to all of them last week and I apologize and I've still got them saved. So if you made a request last week, I may actually get to it this week. And real quick, before we go to this break, I just want to tell all the winners of the um, contest last week. I did email everybody. Um, I think I got eight of the 10 back. So if you have not emailed me back with your address as a winner, um, just just look in your spam folder or whatever and find that email and hit return or whatever, reply or whatever, and send me the reply. And your prizes will go out this week. So okay. perfect. That's all. Okay. All right. Well, here's uh, here's Crocus with Fight On exclusively here on your classic metal show. 